There's so much information available at our fingertips. We're hit with ideas, buzzwords, headlines, and theories countless times a day. This is our attempt to dive a little deeper so complex topics become easy to understand. And our world becomes a little clearer. We'll tell you less. So you understand more. I'm Maggie. And I'm Mallory. Today we're going to talk about the different types of schools. Cool. Yeah. This was a request from a listener. Lauren. Yes. My pal. Hi, Lauren. Great topic. I'm specifically going to focus on K through 12 education in the U.S. Um, with the caveat that education is a function of the state rather than the federal government. So kind of each state dictates different rules and requirements uh, for the public school system. Mm-hmm. That makes so. sense. It is required by law in every state. Like, education is required. But, like, your ages of requirement can change. Huh. Some states, it's only told that you're 16, some in space. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, across the U.S., there are almost 129,000 public and private K-12 through schools. All right. Um, there are generally three types of schools. Public private, and then, of course, homeschooling. Okay. Um, within each of those categories, well, within public and private, there's different types, and that's what I'm going to talk about. Cool. That's what I was like. I think that's what. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not going to break down the success or, like, typical performances of these schools because it really does vary on a number of different factors, including location mm. and requirements from that state. Got it. So... And I'll save my beliefs maybe for toward the end. Some what I think. From some chat. My personal opinion. Got it. Okay. Um, so I'm let's start with traditional public schools. I grew up going to a traditional public school. That is your neighborhood school. Um, the public schools get their financing from local, state, and federal governments. Um, and in most cases, they must submit all the students who live within their district. They must admit them. Like yes. they have to. They have to. And okay. there's no application process. You just have to live within the district. Okay. And then you go to that school. Um, they traditional public schools abide by certain standards. So teachers must have appropriate uh, license to work within those schools. It's usually mandated by the state. Um, we'll get into private schools where that's not always the case, but you usually have to have your teaching degree or certificate. So, like, a four-year degree or a certificate. Right, okay. right. Students attend a public school based on where they live. They don't have to pay uh, tuition. Um, and then the curriculum is usually dictated by the state. So, like, all the schools in Alabama follow the same cur- or follow a the same curriculum mm-hmm. or guidance. Um, but that might vary to schools in, like, Washington State. Got it. Or Texas. So yeah. it just really depends on which state you're in. But all of the traditional public schools follow that. Okay. Now, within other public schools, there's magnet schools. What? Magnet schools. Do you know what a magnet school is? No. No? Okay. Magnet schools are public schools. They're kind of designed to attract diverse um, backgrounds, so whether that's like social, economic, ethnic, or racial, and they tend to focus on a specific subject. So you're looking at like science and technology or arts. So they're kind of like a specialized school 
Some require students to take an exam or demonstrate knowledge in that whatever area they specialize in, where others are just open to students who express an interest and like want to do more on the arts. So they might go to an art magnet school. So does that mean then that the curriculum is tailored more towards arts than anything else? Yes. But what about like core curriculum, like history and math? So with magnet schools, they are still part of the public school system. And so they still operate under the same administration that the like traditional school board schools do. So they still have certain standards they have to meet. They're just, they just like hyper-focus on a certain piece, but like they still have to teach math, even if they're an art school. Okay. They just might offer more arts than the neighborhood school does. Got it. Okay. Then there are public charter schools. Okay. So a charter school, some people say a charter school is a hybrid between like public and private, but they're public as far as operational. They are free. So you don't have to pay to go to a charter school like you would a private school. In some cases, parents have to submit applications for their students because if the demand is higher than the number of seats that they have, um, they usually do a lottery system and they're chosen at random. Okay. Um, So charter schools operate, while still public, free, they operate independently of the state's of the like traditional schools, so of the state requirements. So outside of the state requirements for curriculum? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, they can build their own curriculum. They can um, change kind of the days and times that school happens. You can have a longer school year. You can have shorter days. You can have longer days. They can design their own school, basically. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, so... I worked for a charter organization in New York City. What that meant, so the, at the time, they got basically 70 to 75% to the dollar a traditional school got. So they got a fraction of the money, but then they, uh, a lot of the funding came from different donors. Like what kind of donors? Individual like- givers or organizations, et cetera. Traditional schools can still do that, but- so- Traditional public schools would get 100% of their funding from the state or from yes. the government, whereas yeah. charters get about 70 to 75%. For this, in this specific case, yeah. they okay. got, it again, varies. Yeah. They got a percentage of it, and then they got money okay. from other sources. Traditional schools can also um, get funding, but it's just not as common. Okay. Um, and so... Because another re- another example is like charter schools in New York aren't, they weren't tied to different union agreements that the Department of Education was in. Oh. So they had a lot more flexibility with certain operational aspects of it. Okay. So they have this like autonomy to run and design their own school. They also have stronger accountability. So they have to meet certain. Charters do? Charters do. Yeah. They're usually like, they have to meet certain um, financial and um academic results and practices in order to like stay operate stay operating mm-hmm. um they're usually sponsored by like a local state or other organization that kind of monitors their uh quality of those schools so okay. there's like a designated entity that's like looking looks at all of all of the charter schools in 
Like an outdoor, outside regulatory body that comes in. Outside, like the state government. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, charter schools were actually conceived, fun fact, in Minnesota. Oh. Yeah. Midwest. In the Midwest. It was a way to loosen red tape around public schools and free up educators to innovate. So. So I like. Mm-hmm. I, conceptually it makes sense to me but I have n- not really heard much great or positive stuff about charter schools either what have you heard I don't you know it's just a negative sentiment around yeah. it so like I don't I can't really articulate it but yeah. I, there is a negative sentiment in from historical conversations I've had some people believe they pull resources from the traditional neighborhood schools. So they are pulling whether that's teacher talent because sometimes they pay more, whether that is students, whether that is just funding in general. um, People feel like it it takes away their resources for their neighborhood school. Okay. I would argue on the positive side, it also gives families a choice to decide which school is best for their kid to learn. Yeah. I think I've also heard in the context, and most of my context is coming living in Milwaukee, so I don't know what that system looks like at all, but, but I think I've heard that they just, the, the students don't perform as well or they don't get as good grades. But I don't know if that's true. That's just I think that feedback. Yeah, I think that varies on what are you looking at? Like, are you looking at standardized test scores? What yeah. areas are you looking at it? Like, how are you comparing it? That's fair. I feel like the data is so broad that you can kind of pick and choose what narrative you want to tell. Okay. Um, okay, private schools. So the main difference between public and private is the source of funding. So private schools are generally funded through t- tuition paid by the students and families. Um, they are not subject to the same standards, so they also have freedom in developing their own curriculum Um, And licensing requirements aren't as strict. So you could have somebody who was an econ major and now they're teaching econ in a private school. So they didn't necessarily go through the like teacher training. Mm -hmm. There are religious private schools. I feel like that's what I think of when I think of a private school. Yeah. Um, I think of cruel intentions. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or gossip girl. (laughs) Um, But there's also private schools that don't have a religious identity or affiliation. Um, Those include Montessori schools, which, do you know what Montessori is? You know, I know the word. Yeah, I know. Same. So it is a, it's designed to encourage individuality among students and enables them to explore their unique interests through hands-on activities. So is that all the way K through 12 that they have Montessori schools? So it's like Montessori high schools? I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard that. I don't think I have either. I think it, I. We'll do some research. Yeah, we'll do research. I know that it's, when I think of a Montessori school, I think of like pre-K and through elementary ages. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, Montessori schools typically keep their students together in the same class with the same teacher three years at a time. So oh, you're, wow. you're keeping the same cohort, which I thought was really interesting. Okay, so while yeah. most Montessori schools only go through elementary grades, there are about 150 Montessori schools in the U.S. that go through 12th grade. Hmm. So a few. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Um, Waldorf schools. Do you know what a Waldorf school is? 
No, I never even heard this. So they're run by nonprofits and they focus on physical engagement during the first seven years. And then and then they focus on emotional development over the next seven years. And then at the age of 14, students focus on intellectual material. All right. This physical thing. What does that mean? Like <laughs> P.E. touching? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like exploring. Yeah, it's like. It's, it's a very large spectrum. Yeah. yeah. I was like. You're getting smacked by the ruler? Like, no. What's going on? no. Yeah. Kind of physical. No, I think they're just like, we're not, It's you're going to focus on like your hand-eye coordination, your motor skills, like all of that. And then. So like what an OT, an occupational therapist would guide you doing it. Maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, then there's also special education private schools. So ones that are specific for people or for students with ADHD or autism or learning disability or um, they might be blind, those kind of private schools. Um, There's also boarding schools, um, which uh, offers housing and food to its students. I always wanted to go to a boarding school. Me too. I know. I think it was like glamorized in movies. Yeah. I don't know why, but I think a couple months ago, I actually looked up boarding schools in Washington. I don't have kids. They're yeah. not in my near future. So I don't know why I looked it up. But I was yeah. like, do we have boarding schools? Because I always thought it was like, I want to be boarded in Geneva, Switzerland. Right. I feel like it's a more European practice. Yeah. It's definitely more rich people practice. I was going to say, it's, yeah. it also is like a social status class. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't in that class. Um, and then there are language immersion schools. So it's a private school that is like operates in a second language or that'd be badass. It would be badass. Um, and then there's homeschooling. So homeschooling, it grew in the 1970s, um, when different authors and researchers started to talk about education reform. Um, and they had suggested homeschooling was an alternative educational option. And this was by John Holt and Dorothy and Raymond Moore. Um, And according to the National Home Education Research Institute, there are more than 2 million children being homeschooled in the U.S. I bet that's increased after COVID. I think it has. I was trying to look up those numbers, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it has. It's legal in all 50 states, so... Um, and homeschooling is parent-directed education from the comfort of your own home. Um, and families choose to do this for lots of reasons, but usually it's the freedom um, that comes along with it because you get to dictate when and how and what your child learns. Um, I will say legal requirements from homeschool vary across the U.S. Um, so some states have few or no uh, requirements, whereas others ask for standardized testing at certain points in their education mm. journey. Okay. Um, also, um, there are different online and virtual ac- academies that are starting to p- pop up after yeah. COVID. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Some kids just don't do well at the school environment. No. I never really wanted to be homeschooled. I think I liked the social aspect of it a lot. Same. Yeah. Same. I would not have liked homeschooled. Um, yeah. Some charter schools, too, they offer, um, they require uniforms as well which yeah but they're still public and free which I feel like that is usually um associated with private schools I kind of like the idea of uniforms actually for kids yeah because then it kind of equals the playing field versus like who's got the joneses of cute clothes right for sure 
Um, I personally am a big believer that parents uh, and children should have options in their schooling so that you're not designated to one school because I think that's oftentimes not fair. Like where you live can determine the entirety of your future based on the strength of one school in your neighborhood. Yeah. I, so in Wisconsin, so I was, I moved from Colorado to Wisconsin when I was 16 and when we were moving there, my dad and I, because it had school of choice, so you could mm-hmm. choose which school you wanted to go. So I did, like, shopping of schools. It was kind of fun as a 16-year-old. And, like, there was one that had 200 students total. Total. Like, the school that I was going to in Colorado had, I think, 3,000 students, okay. which was huge. Um, then this one school had 200, and so I, like, spent a day there. And then I got to go to two other schools and spend days there. And I got to choose. Like, it was really fascinating because one of the the – principals was trying to sell me he honestly was like a used car salesman like oh my god we've got the best football team we've got cute cheerleaders I was like whoa bro back up but also a lot of times funding for schools depends on how many kids are enrolled in it that's probably why he was trying to sell me yeah yeah weird yeah it just feels slimy it does like I like I don't know so I went from a religious private school um to a regular public school and so there was definitely no selling involved right it was like (laughs) you know tough times and uh, I remember going to public school and being like damn I'm I'm back in the trenches like (laughs) no uniform you know kids eating their boogers and stuff I was like damn is that public school education huh Mm -hmm. but I very much enjoyed it um and 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 the other thing is whenever we engaged or had anything to do with like the charter schools, whether it was like sports or even like academic stuff, I was like, it's going to be a field day with these kids. Like we just, we just would run laps around them. I don't know what it was. It's just something about them just being not public schools. But they are public schools. I know. But it's just they like, are. you, see that, that, is, you is... see that little charter in their name and you're like, oh yeah, it's about I... to be 70 zero on these guys. <laughs> It's a, yeah, they earned a bad rap. They did. Yeah, I think because people, rightfully so, believe education is like the foundation and that our system should work. Like the system we've set up around public schools should work. It just doesn't. Yeah, that's All the time. Right. I I really want to know which types of schools didn't have to follow that whole Michelle Obama thing with the food stuff. Because I remember after a certain year, all the good snacks were gone. <laughs> oh, no. Because Michelle, like, wanted us to be healthy. So, like, there was no more pizzas. <laughs> no oh, more, like, no. Domino's and stuff. And she switched it over to, like, all the healthy stuff. It was uh, it was rough those couple years. <laughs> I, well, in my school, I was, like, and I'm also older than these guys. But um, we had, like, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A, Pizza Hut with French fries. That was our lunch. I was, like, yes. Yeah. Nice. I went to the same, well, they're different schools, but it was like they were three schools right beside each other. So the elementary, middle, and high from first grade on. Oh my gosh. It was the same like a group of people. It was literally all in a row. They were all public schools. But are you friends with a lot of those people still? uh, One of my best friends is I met her in second grade. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. I don't have any friends like that. I love that story. Yeah. Um, but they re so they, um, when I was in high school, they started to change the district. 
of like which families and which houses would go to which school. It didn't affect where we lived, but it caused a huge uproar. People were incredibly angry about it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Which is like, but it was only angry, even parents that it didn't affect them. They were angry because it changed who all was in the school from, because it changed which neighborhoods they were pulling from. Hmm. Yeah. Like, so I had the same thing as like getting out of elementary school. I basically was supposed to go to um, a specific middle school, mm-hmm. but I did not want to go there. None of my friends were going to go there. So I was like, hey, mom, dad, like I want to go to Ralston. Is that the she, private school? No, it's uh, it's uh, the middle school that all my buddies uh, were going to. You know, uh, my sixth grade yeah. buddies. I was like, hey, all my friends are going there. So, you know, pulled a few strings. i not going to implicate us. You know, it's been like 20 years, but. Um, Did you lie about where you lived? I definitely think that's that was uh, on the table. Um, and then I, so I got to be with my friends. And then, um, and then my little brother, he went to the middle school that was in our zone. He never did anything. And, uh, and now, you know, whenever he does things bad, I was, I was point back like, it's because he went to that middle school. You know? like, <laughs> his life's in channels. It's because that middle school. That's funny. Well, those are the schools. Yay, I like that. That's interesting. All right, very high level. The Waldorf School. I know. Never have I ever heard of that. It sounded fancy. It like, did. Yeah. Because the Waldorf Astorian, but it's not. I was thinking of the Waldorf salad. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Grapes and chicken and walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us as we try to learn more about this world. You can find all our resources linked in the show notes. We are not experts, but we try to learn from them. If you have a topic you'd like to know more about, let us know on Instagram at Tell Me Less Podcast. Until next time. Don't judge all charter schools. I, th- I think I know which way you you vote. I just think that <laughs> parents should have to. I think if all of our traditional public schools were phenomenal and our system didn't have some like racist ties and background and all of that, then yeah, great. Maybe we wouldn't need different types of schools that kind of operated independently. But uh, that's not the case. Not all schools are the same. Yeah. And I believe p- teachers should get paid more. Fair. Not against our system. Fair. I just think we need options. Leaving you with options. Yes. And we need to be able to innovate and change. She's not, she doesn't have an opinion at all on this I don't have, I'm like, we need to be able to try new things and to do new different things. Innovate People, in America. Innovate. Every other industry does. Education should do. We hit a sweet spot. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.